Hey everyone, it's Matt. And this is Lucas. And this is Thanks for Playing. The podcast where we break down the most iconic video games the world has to offer. I don't know why. I didn't think it was going to end. I thought I, it was going to keep going. I kind of just going. like, I started holding it. I was just kind of like, I don't know. It just kind of felt right. I, 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 I would have uh, kept going if my, oh, my window's open. I would have kept going if my window wasn't. But it was open. Right. Yeah. I think we need a super cut of all your Yelps one day uh, when we are doing. That'd like be a, fun. When would the be History funny. Channel does its little special on TFP and the impact it's had on all of media. I think that'll be a really, really great segment. For Have it. I always yelped? I always did that, right? Yeah, you've always you've literally so. yelped from like episode one. Yeah, I've, I've been yelping. I think you have been too. I've been yelping weekly with since years. fucking Over two and a half years. years. Yeah. Fun right. fact: I'm assuming we're going to release this episode this week. I just posted in the Discord, everyone. Which, by the way, everyone, if you haven't already, uh, make sure you join our Discord. You can find that in the link tree of any of our social media handles at TFP Podcasts. That's at TFP Podcasts with an S at the end um that's instagram twitter and tiktok is where you can find us um or you can go to our website thanks for playing live or as well you can shoot us an email thanks for playing pot at gmail.com and i will personally send you an invite to the discord that's either here nor there um i, I dug up today because i figured i should have a photo of it because it's so iconic <laughs> i figured i figured that the one the vatican will want it for their archives um I pulled up a photo or screenshot of when Lucas and I first um, started the podcast and it's in the discord. Um, so definitely join the discord to get full effect, but I just want to read it out. Cause it's so like, this is just like vintage Wait, Lucas. And should Matt. we, should like, we read out the dialogue? Like I'm me and you're uh, you in this one. Yeah. 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 Okay, okay. So you can go ahead and start. So this was a uh, circa May, 2020. Uh, so mid pandemic, I'm living at my grandma's at the time. Matt is living uh, at his old roommate's uh, house with roommates back in San Diego. San Diego. I, yeah. Um, I come to Matt. I say, quote, yo, I got an idea to run by you, though. A video game podcast with a unique format. Basically, we would play through a single player game and do a multi-part weekly episode where we play through it. That way, you don't have to rush through. Then grow the podcast and create other pieces of content and do like Wisecrack <laughs> or Gimlet model. Honestly, man, I'm super down. Like, why not at least try semicolon inward facing parentheses? Smiley face. Do you have a game in mind you'd want to do first? A popular game that's like a bit older. Shadow Colossus Remastered? That's how it started. <laughs> and then we still haven't even game. done Shadow Colossus Remastered. <laughs> it's kind of funny. It? We, we kind of realized we were going to get burnt out. I didn't even realize that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> The multi-part weekly episodes so we don't have to rush through was probably a good idea in retrospect, but I like that we have a variety of content that's not just games. I think we're yeah, in a pretty good yeah. format right now. I, I think it took us a hot minute to get there. It's uh, it's interesting. I mean, Hylet actually just responded in the Discord after reading it, and he said, like, you know, actually be kind of down for some game episodes that are uber narrative heavy and you have more of a serialized format. Um, hot Mickey, what do you think about that? I mean, like, some games, uh, like, like, for instance, God of War, I think, like, is a two-parter. Right. I think it's worthy of a two parter type of episode and maybe like a part one recording and then a part two recording later down the line. I think like a game, if we were to do Phoenix, right, which is like a 50 hour game, it's probably worthy of something like that. Hell, maybe even Elden Ring was a two parter that we just missed, missed the mark on. But what do you think, Mickey? Is that is that in the wheelhouse? That's an interesting concept. Like, say, like you were able to get in like seven like seven to 10 hours of playtime in a week and you talk about yourself so, sort of do like a book club type thing but in like podcast That's format exactly how that was the, the first podcast. that was literally like how i pitched it to matt like book club but for video games but like i think it like because there are some podcasts out there there actually are some video game podcasts out there on spotify you could find that have that exact format and i think you just run the risk like um, well i think what the conclusion matt and i came to was that you do run the risk of staying within the same video game for too long and if somebody's not into that game they're week over week they're gonna go like yeah week over week someone's just gonna go like i'm actually just not into this game so i'm not gonna listen this week or next week (laughs) or the plus as well it would also kind of pigeon not pigeonhole Lucas and I, it'd be very hard for us to time out how we're playing the game, make sure like we're not too much farther or too far behind from one another when we record. Yeah. Um, so I definitely think 
There's definitely room for that. I, I think there's room for two part episodes. God, you remember when we did the Stanley parable and the fucking beginner's, beginner's guide, guide in a single episode? That was what crazy. Thinking? It was like an hour and a half. It was a good episode, actually. I, I yeah. stand by the content there. But more, the, yeah, I think, wow. I think two parters, though. I think that's the the. I think that's what we found out about this conversation. I think two parters are totally within the wheelhouse, and uh, maybe for some of the bigger games in the future, for sure, we get that two parter. Yeah. But yeah, I, I just wanted to bring that up. Uh, that, that original message chained us. That that was so funny because I mean, I just re- always remember it as Lucas just being like, "Hey, you want to do this?" And be like, "Yeah, fuck it." Yeah, it was like, really, yeah. <laughs> it was really that easy to convince me. It was COVID. I would have done any extracurricular I could get my hands on, you know. Yeah. Uh, but definitely glad we we've stuck with it through all this time. Uh, crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. Awesome. But, um, you know. As we're doing a little glimpse into the past, we're also going to be reflecting a little bit on this year. So we're each going to talk about, well, one, I'm going to really quickly gloss over just the games we did this year for the podcast. Um, and then two, uh, each myself, Hot Mickey and Lucas, we're going to kind of just do a little rehash, talk about the games we played this year. Uh, maybe some of the games we regret not playing and we haven't gotten to yet. You know, we can kind of touch on those a bit if we want as mm-hmm. well. Uh, pretty free flowing here. Pretty uh, pretty liberal with it, and uh, we'll get to it. But really quickly, the games that we played for the podcast this year, uh, I believe this is in an uh, order, unless I missed one or messed it up. But we start with Kingdom Hearts 2. Mm. We go to Inside. We go oh, to wow. P- mm-hmm. Portal. And keep in mind, these first four or five are still like bi- bi-weekly. Um, so this was January, February then? Yeah, Ocarina of Time. To the okay. moon, man, that game made me. Cry, that was a great dude. game, great game. I remember, like, I was bawling at the end of it. Um, not a game, but I did just want to give an honorable mention again that we did do an interview with Dennis Dyack. Um, oh, you know, man. I was actually, uh, I was just doing like a little cool down today, just a light workout. And I was stretching, and I was just like listening to that podcast episode again, just kind of reflecting on some, what we've done, some of our work, and that's a good interview, guys. I, I'm gonna. I'm going to go ahead and, and we are flex. good interviewers. I think, it, I think we're we good. I really think we're good interviewers. We also interviewed this year. Young Bin Chung, I believe was his full name um, from players. <laughs> Paramount Plus. Really, really, really great show. Uh, he plays Nightfall on that show. Really, really great. Um, great dude. Great guy to talk to. Fun interview. Go check it out. Uh, so then moving on, we played Hitman 3. Elden Ring. Oh, I forgot about that one. Yes. Unforgettable. <laughs> Sifu. Um, and actually, right around this time, Hitman 3, between Hitman 3 and God of War, I want to give an honorable mention to um, It Takes Two. That, that was, was the, the game, game that, that made broke Lucas us. and I really... <laughs> <laughs> it broke us, it it broke us into a million pieces. <laughs> <laughs> so poetic. <laughs> yes. So yeah, for context, Lucas and I were just like hard-pressed to try and beat It Takes Two, which is uh, another Joseph Ross game. For those that don't know, we've done two games from him already. We've done... Um, what have we done? We've done um, A Way Out and Brothers, both co-op games. And Lucas and I were playing this one couch co-op, just like trudging through it in the cold winter nights of March in LA. Yes. Or or February, whenever that was. And we just, were, I remember like we had, we finished our session one night and <laughs> I was just like, it's like, yo, Matt, we got to talk. We, we got to <laughs> talk. <laughs> this isn't working. I was like, are we breaking up? Like, <laughs> no, no, you know what it was? You know what it was? It's, the, it's the meme of uh, like Mr. Incredible on his computer. And then the whoever the other guy is also on his computer. And they're both like dead in the eyes. Do you guys know what I mean? I forget I the fucking who, yeah, who the yeah. other guy is. But it's, it's like that edited meme. a little we're bit. Bo- yeah. We're both looking at our computers just dead. Yeah. And we're just like, yo, we got to fix something here. And like. The thing is that It Takes Two was actually probably the best Joseph Ross game that we've played. It was like, actually fun. It was actually really fun. Like it was very like tactile and like had really cool like set pieces and gameplay portions. It was definitely better than Brothers, and it was, in my opinion, way better than A Way Out. Yeah. Um, but we were just <laughs> we had like a week to beat it to fit our schedule, which means Matt we had to play like three hours that night. And then we had to play like an additional we put three, in like three, three weekly, like three, three hour sessions in, in a row, like after work, after doing everything else. We had yeah. Day. Which and means like, we, we had to like, skip climbing. <laughs> we can't skip climbing, you know, and yeah. like we would have had to order food. It just would have been a mess. It just would have been a mess. We, so. I think we both realized like we just kept checking the guy like, are we close? Are we close? Like, 
And that was when, right around the time the State of the Union episode came out where we switched to where we're or more or less our current format of about once a month, um, give or take a game episode and then kind of just off-brand stuff. Topical and kind of whatever we want to talk about the other weeks. Um, and then Elden Ring, of course, came out, followed by Sifu, followed by God of War, then Stray, mm. followed by The Quarry, followed... I must wait. This can't be right. I must be... Am I missing something, Lucas? Uh, Sifu, I think, was the first game that we did that we voted on, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so that's right. Stray, I think, was next. Sifu. No, God of War. Kirby. I'm forgetting fucking Kirby. Oh, yeah. Kirby and the Forgotten. Kirby. The July um, then Kirby, then Stray. I knew there was something in between. <laughs> then the Cory. Then Dead Space. Dead Space. Oh, yep. Bastion. We did play Bastion, too. Oh, that dang. Yeah, yeah. That was game. cool. Yeah. That was cool. Dang. All right. Well, it's been a, been a cool year. I think, um, yeah. you know, we've had a really, really solid variety of games that we played for the podcast. And we're playing year. currently Cod of War Ragnarok. Right, yeah. right. We had um, like two current games that came out in this year. Or actually three. Stray, Sifu, and now we're playing God of War Ragnarok. Um, oh, and Kirby and the Forgotten Land. So like four 2022 games, which is really cool. Um, and then we've had a good variety of genres, you know, going back to stuff like Bastion, um, going from something like Kirby to going to something like Elden Ring um, was very, very awesome. So yeah, um, I'd say that we had some really awesome variety. Uh, there's, uh, you know, now that we're playing basically the last game that we're going to be playing this year. I'm wrapping up God of War. I know Matt's been playing through God of War as well. Uh, we will. We are on Game of the Year watch too. So we've played a lot of the big ones that came out this this year. I think we're uh, pretty. Uh, how do you say credible in this topic of Game of the Year? We do review games for our podcasts on a regular weekly basis. At least and, three of them. No, four of them are at least in the conversation. Sifu, Elden Ring, God of War, and Stray. And Stray. Yeah. What was your favorite we played this year, Lucas? Well, I'm going to save that for after I finish God of War. Ooh, I, think, I think another good idea for an episode, one of your off weeks, is uh, going over the Game Awards stuff and you guys voted yeah. and see what you, mm. you guys would vote on for each category. Great That'd idea. Yeah. Great idea. That's a, that's a super hot Mickey idea. coming in hot as always. Um, so we've had some awesome game variety, but one thing that we realized that we're missing is there's so many games that we play throughout the year that are actually not for the podcast. We talk about them in the podcast, like, oh, I've been playing, you know, World of Warcraft, Wrath of the Lich King. Matt talks about how he's been playing, <coughs> excuse me, playing Cyberpunk. So we wanted a format to really go into depth of like the games that we played this year that were not for the podcast. So that's what we're doing today. Yes, yes. Um, I'll kind of just do a quick run through of mine that we can kind of just let the conversation run from there. I I have, so my format that I've done, I'm not sure if you did this too or Mickey, but I just, I got like nine games here and Mm -hmm. I I have rated each one out of 10. I've given everyone a score. So I'm not sure if you want to each go one, one over the other. So you go, Matt, I can go, then Mickey. Okay, how about you start, because then I'll need to give some more scores. I also included games I didn't finish. So. Oh, yeah, I, me too, me too. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, most most people do not finish most games. I just want to point that yeah. out there as yeah. a realistic thing. Most gamers do not finish most single-player games out there. It's I know it sounds weird, but that's really how that's actually really how it goes a lot of the time. So I did not finish a lot of the games that I'm going to be talking about today. And some of the games we're talking about don't actually have endings. Overwatch 2. Uh, I'll just put that as my first one. Um, you know, I think Overwatch 2 has been a really, really fun time uh, to play with friends. Um, I know it's kind of stopped down a little bit since we started playing God of War. But man, I, I cannot wait till I have some free time to play this game once more, especially with the new hero coming out. Um, I played a lot of Overwatch 1 when it first came out. Really, really always loved the gameplay. Loved the strategies. Loved like everything that you can do in terms of team comps. And I just love the direction that Overwatch 2 has taken. I feel like everything seems pretty balanced, barring a few like kind of broken stuff that can be usually countered in a very, very streamlined way. Um, you know, like Farrah feels broken until someone plays Widow, right? Widow feels broken until yeah. someone plays Genji or Tracer. There's good, so, there's good counterplay. Yeah, tons of great counterplay. So Overwatch 2 has been really great. I, I think one of the big narratives around this game was that a lot of people were shitting on it for 
being like the free to play update for Overwatch One, um, which yeah, like you know, there's obviously like a lot of bad like publicity around the game and like tough PR that you got to break through. But I mean, in terms of gameplay, solid game, awesome play with friends, really fun nights. Nine out of ten. Yes. Nine out of ten feels a bit strong for my money, but I accept your answer. Uh, I'm gonna. How many did you say you have, Lucas? You I have three? nine. I have nine games okay. this year. I'll keep mine a bit, a bit tighter. I think I'll do one or two here and there. But uh, I've already talked about it a lot. But Cyberpunk 2077, replaying that. Um, still in the process of replaying that. Just obviously with life and then other podcast games that I am playing. It's getting kind of hard to play that as much as I want, but. I've been having a blast with it, you know, uh, something, I don't know what changed, but I'm so like turned around on Keanu Reeves' performance now. I remember that was one of my biggest, both of ours, one of our biggest critiques and um, when we first reviewed it. Why do you think and it's better know, now? I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm playing it on a like a TV, not on my computer, like on a PS5. I don't know what it is, but I am... Um, Maybe it's just simply like repeat exposure. I've just seen it enough now to where I think I like it. Um, yeah, kind of like it just to, grows on you. It just, just grows yeah, on just, you. Maybe that's worked. it too. Um, but yeah, I'm like so bullish on that that game now. I love it. Um, it's a nine for me now. Uh, I think it's great. Dang. You know, I won't give it a ten. I don't think. I don't think it's a ten. But I think it is a very, very fun, very, very good RPG. I think the combat is way deeper than either myself or Lucas realized. I think the updates the game have gotten is very good um, to make it more challenging too in a fun way. And I think it's great. I love I've, it. Have you looked um, into like what about the game has been updated since you first played it? And are there aspects of the game that you're playing now that are newer, like that they updated after a release that you're actually really liking? Or was the game really that good? We were just blinded by like bugs and bias and things like that, you think? I think the bugs and bias definitely got to. I don't have like a list of all the hot fixes. I mean, there's been so many hot fixes over the last year, right? Um, but just so many small quality of life things like the, you know, the crowds actually being having more volume, you know, being a little bit more realistic, things like that make the world feel better. Um, the cops actually not just like a pinning, appearing out of thin air um, is a bit better. Uh, just yeah, a lot of just bunch like quality of life things is what I've noticed the most. And then I also want to give a quick shout out to, I tried playing Infamous Second Son, and I also tried playing Persona 5. Um, Neither of them really stuck for me. I don't know why, but I got like an hour in Infamous Second Son, and I was just like, you know what? This this isn't going to be it. Um, So I'm giving that a three, definitively. And then um, I'm giving Persona 5 a five for no other reason than... um, Persona 5. It's so weird. It's so weird that Persona 5 did not grab you as like a you know what it super is? anime, like, yeah. like, I don't know. It just felt like your vibe for sure. I think my, as, as I've gotten older, I think my pension for being able to really, really sink myself into a game is kind of dwindling a little bit in the sense of like, I mean, that's like a 60 hour plus game. If you really jump, you know, dive into it, you know? Um, and like between everything else that's going on, like all the other, like there's, this is going to sound like fucking terrible, but like this not terrible, but I mean, there's just so many other things I want to like consume, to be honest, like from a media perspective, like I, I like watching movies. There's a lot of TV shows. I like a lot of anime. I like reading, you know, like, um, that it's really hard to like sink myself into a game that's that big and for it to hold my interest over that extended period of a time. The last one that really did that, that was that big of a game, was probably Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. And even then, well, that fell off for... Not, I fell off from that game, not because I didn't want to play, just life stuff, I got distracted. But uh, like, I haven't been grabbed by a game like that since Elden Ring. Yeah, yeah I feel that. No, it is... I, I find that it does increasingly become harder to play like your 50 to 70 to 100 hour long experiences. Um, you notice that most of the games yeah. we do on this podcast are not extremely long games you know they're usually around the 15 to 20 hour mark uh like god of war feels like a long like a super long game ragnarok does um because it is like a 20 hour game and it's you know i'm on hour like 13 14 and it's really starting to feel like it's a long game um but it there is this illusion i think that games can do like for some reason 10 hours in fallout 3 doesn't feel like 10 hours of god of war 
God of War Ragnarok, um, just like the illusion that these games are able to like kind of like the spell they're able to put you under. Um, so I don't know. It's it, if as long as Persona Five, it's when you're walking through a cutscene, literally every single minute of the game, it feels like a very long game. Um, but if you're kind of left to your yeah. devices and of systems and little mini games and like you know grinding, then the game can go by very fast, like a like yeah. a typical JRPG. I think I've also just my tastes have changed as a gamer, and I've, I think I've grown a bit more as a gamer over the years too. Like if I played this game in high school, I probably would have loved it. Um, but you know. I think as I've gotten older, I think I've grown out of the JRP genre. And to be honest, I was never even that into the JRP genre. So there you go. You were just into uh, Kingdom Hearts. I was just exactly. Yeah. It's like with esports. Like I thought I loved esports, but I just love Smash Brothers, you know? Like, yeah. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Um, huh, Mickey, what do you got? Mickey, yeah. What do you got? As someone who does love esports, because like, I, I still follow like a. Uh, uh, three or four different esports. I can't smash this one. I follow like three different Smash games, but it's I still can't just group it as one. But I'm gonna put. Oh, well, probably gonna hate me for this one. But I've been playing a lot of League of Legends this year. No, I I, I knew you were gonna say that. It's, and what it's would on, you rate League of Legends? It's on my God, one out of fucking ten, baby. I I will play it again one day for the game itself. I would give League of Legends either an eight or a nine, but the community brings it down like two ratings. <laughs> I think I'll agree with that. I, <laughs> the game I, um, is so fun. Le- League is on my list as well, and it's also a, it's a one for me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's a one on my list? Golf with Friends. Broken game. Super oh stupid. My- I you gave you it a one? You're giving it a one. You're a bitch. I gave it a. I'll talk about it right now. I gave it a ten. <laughs> just going straight to golf with friends, yeah. giving golf it the ones. Yeah, let's um, do it. Wait, why? You know, just uh, just you. You were better than me at it. You know, for I know. All, I got bored. All of like all but like two. Ra- it's fun. Yeah, it man. It was boring fun. to just be like better than everybody the whole time. Fuck oh, off. There were games where I beat you. Mickey's probably the best at it, honestly. <laughs> yeah, Mickey's pretty, Mickey's pretty good. Mickey's pretty good. There was a point when we were playing golf with friends as a friend group where like it was just, it became so the default thing to do. I know that we were all getting bored with the game and we were still playing it. I know that for a fact. We're like, do we have any other games to play? Are we just going to keep playing well, the golf problem with was friends? We did have other games you could play, but you didn't have, they were all PC games. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Which is, yeah, we that fixed that a big problem. <laughs> we have spent $800 as a podcast to fix that. <laughs> so we can now do that. But no, I, I'm, I'm trolling with the one out of 10, but I, I'm not giving golf with friends a 10 out of 10. Come on. Oh, that game's a 10 out of 10 for me, baby. I, I thought I'd give it like a six. It's all right. <laughs> with Mickey with the honest rating. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, Mickey. We interrupted your like, League of Legends. Uh, yeah. You know, so how do you feel about League of Legends right now? Like, is does 2022 League of Legends get the eight out of ten? Uh, like, or League of Legends as a whole, you're giving the eight out of ten? Uh, as a whole year, uh, it's hard to tell because I wasn't playing in the first half of the year because, like, I took like a big break from League from like August of last year to about July is when I started playing again of this year. Okay. Uh, so I, I can't really say for like the first half and league is a game that gets patched every two weeks. And there's usually like one big patch, like mid season. So around like June, July, it'll get a big patch. And then like they'll tweak it for worlds uh, to do that. Uh, which this big mid season patch, which is when I started playing was uh, it was, a durability patch so everybody becomes tankier and that mm. made fights last longer and that actually like it made it was like a lot of fun like people just not exploding in half a second people would actually survive big bursts and it it made you have to like think about when you actually went in uh and not just like mash your keyboard and hope they died like you're probably not going to kill them anymore so you have to like poke and prod at them until they're low enough for you to actually burst them so it's definitely increase the skill level of the game doing that durability patch god i want to play some league of legends right now I, i'm mad i feel it you got like it's kind of just like kicking in man i gotta <laughs> gotta put me back don't into rehab don't or do something it. don't do it don't do it no, 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 no. don't do it lucas um stay out yeah you know i i think I, it's no secret about like my league of legends journey in 2022 i talked about it a lot on this podcast but i'm glad i'm not playing right now it, it, it certainly was a massive distraction for when i was playing it over the summer 
and uh, you, I have zero to show for a, it. You were I, a worse person when you played that game. Yeah, and I have I have literally nothing to show for how much I played that game over the summer. It's like quite embarrassing, actually. <laughs> Just at least like <laughs> with the games that like at least if I play Magic, like if I'm playing Magic: The Gathering Arena or something, which is also on my list. I can at least look back on like, oh, I built this cool deck. Like, oh, I created this cool concept. I own these cards, even though they're digitally, like I own these cards or whatever. Like League, it was literally just jumping back and forth between like a rank for three months and just like getting so angry when you lose ELO and then it's just, ah, 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 Matt, <laughs> never again. Well, on that note, um, I'll talk about how I played some well, uh, I had Overwatch on mine as well. I mean, even that game of seven, I realized I don't enjoy comp Overwatch. Um, I don't know why. There there are some competitive video games I enjoy. Like I enjoyed playing comp Valorant, um, but comp Overwatch is just like not a good time for me. I don't know why. Um, so I give that a seven. And I was shitting on Overwatch a lot at first. So I'm going to like officially go back on that and say it, it is fun. And for a, a game that is, quote, free, if you don't consider all the microtransactions in there, you know, it is a good game. So do with that what you will. Uh, I played a lot of TFT this past year. Um, oh, yeah. I go through, like, phases, like, every other, like, every, every other two season. quarters. Every other season like, Every you six play. months. I, I, more or less. I even yeah. had a two-month phase of TFT this year. Yeah, like, every other season or, like, maybe every two seasons, I get really into TFT for some reason. And just, like hella dive into it um and every every time i play it's the same thing i get really close to gold no i get really close to what's after gold diamond gold mickey's a diamond plat 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 yeah. i get really close to plat like within like 10 lp of gold one to go into plat four and every time i fuck it up at the last possible moment and then i never hit it this <laughs> has happened three times to me now without fail also, and, um, for those who the, who are not familiar, uh, TFT is Team Fight Tactics. Yes, right. It's Auto Battler. Auto yeah. Battler for chess. Yeah. So, I've probably put well over like fifty hours into that game this year. When I think about it, oh, um, probably more. And I probably more. And realistically, like Lucas, I kind of have nothing to show for it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least like at least when you're playing the game, you're like you're chilling. Like you can talk to friends. I mean, like I guess League can be that. Um, but like, it's definitely less sweaty and a more enjoyable experience along the way. Cause like, I feel like when we've played TFT this year, Matt, like we have a solid group with like Matherin and Alec and stuff like, like when we're playing TFT, yeah. we're like streaming for each other. It's just like, we're laughing at builds. We're trolling a little bit and like some stuff works and it's funny and it's cool. And like the game is, it's, it's not an APM game. So it's just a different vibe when you're playing. It's it, just a know? vibe. It's chill. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. You just sit back, and relax, then... and move your stuff around and hope they do well for you. And, and you get to watch exactly. like things explode and blow up. And like it's just eye candy and ear candy, which is really fun. So numbers. Um, we love numbers. And then, Gamers and then love you can numbers. also mauled when one of your news just like walks and like doesn't actually attack. You're like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Attack. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, I also want to give, I think I have quite a few games. I just want to kind of run through them. I want to give a special shout out to a game that I did not play this year, actually. Um, I did not play and I did not buy FIFA 23. And I think that is, um, you know, in many ways, I think FIFA and Ultimate Team and FIFA specifically, I think that um, that game mode for me, is similar to how League is for Lucas. I am just, I think, a worse person when I play FIFA in a competitive <laughs> fashion. Yeah. Um, there, I can't think of any other games that I play where I actually get angry. Um, I, I, I have always kind of like prided myself on being a genuine, generally like calm gamer and really? not getting like too upset and fire, not getting like too like, like verbally. Fire. Like, okay. I will definitely like you smack my desk if I get pissed. You yeah. death stare <laughs> me when when like I'm just doing Marth bullshit for sure. Well, that's different. That's in person. I'm like talking like virtual, like not okay. in person. Like online you're sitting there alone. You're sitting like there online alone. gaming. Online you are, gaming. Yeah. You're a cool. Online. You're a calm, cool, collected online gamer boy. I'm a cool cat. Saying. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. a cool cat. When I when I play FIFA, to, when I have played FIFA in the past online, I like am an asshole. I am like cursing. I am like 
literally I used to like have an empty water bottle by me, like an empty plastic one to smack. Cause I would just knew I needed to like let out frustration sometimes. <laughs> Cause like, I'm like, I'm like the definition of toxic in that game. Um, not to other people, but like just to my environment. <laughs> yeah. I, I low key have been thinking about just like getting a punching bag near me. Just oh, as a stress wow, reliever, that, like, <laughs> that would feel so good just to get my anger out punching a sandbag. Stress hey, if it works, it works, man. Yeah, exactly. wait, man. I have a question for you about FIFA. Is FIFA yeah. as a as a soccer player yourself who was, uh, you know, varsity first chair soccer player God, in high school? Goddamn right. Uh, <laughs> God is it is it a cathartic experience playing FIFA for you? Are you like? Are you that guy, like um, the uncle from Napoleon Dynamite that's talking about coach should have put him in and he's just throwing the football all day? Is that you playing FIFA? Just like, God, yeah. And FIFA just, career mode. Yeah. <laughs> you're just, I could have gone all the FIFA way, Because in FIFA career baby. mode, I'll make myself like either the, the, like, the starting like center attacking mid for the US that like has 99 stats for everything and is just a god. And like, <laughs> I love this. I love and I this. literally will name the character after myself. So like when I sign a contract, yes. it says Matthew Rockaby. <laughs> That's what I was hoping to hear. Yeah. <laughs> and you're no, just I like, totally like, yes, but I totally lived vicariously in that game. Okay. Um, hell yeah. Yeah. I was absolutely um, hoping for so that to be your answer. The, the career mode. Yes. The online portion is not at all cathartic. It is actually um, masochistic, it, masochistic. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Well, that would imply that you enjoy it. It is pain. It's just pure torture. Okay, love it. Yeah. Um, okay, I'll, I'll name one of my next ones. I think I offhandedly named Magic the Gathering, so I'll just go ahead and skip that. But a big one here, boys. Games I played I this year. I even mentioned Magic. Yeah, I, I mentioned it a minute ago. Um, I didn't. I didn't talk about Magic so I, much I, anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've talked does. about that a million times. Okay, 2022 games I've played that I fucking love. I'm giving this a great rating. It's going to be RuneScape old school RuneScape. <laughs> okay boys it's fucking awesome this game slaps it, it's always gonna slap i can't like it's it's crazy how like how this game is so like hilariously fun it's like oh what is fun about runescape like i was i was on thanksgiving i was hanging out with the family and uh orion my brother-in-law was there and i was like chopping a tree i was playing old school runescape on mobile and i was like oh yeah dude check it out i'm like just chopping this tree it's fucking awesome. And he's like, I don't get it. Is there like end game content? Are you like going to go into like a dungeon and like fight bosses? I'm like, no, dude, I'm fucking chopping a tree. Chopping like, a tree. what don't you see? What aren't you seeing? And he's like, I don't, I'm not sure I get this. <laughs> I'm just I, like, I'm with what's, there. what's not to get? It's I'm fucking chopping a tree. I'm like That's catching, me. I'm catching lobsters. I'm like doing birdhouse runs it, it's the greatest thing ever i just i can't even, like it's just a, it's just a constant you know we as gamers we love like bars going up we love like numbers going up we love leveling up whatever it's just Fuck the epitome yeah. of that on an extremely slow grindy scale to the point where it's hilarious so it's hard to exp it's it's just it's funny it's like i'm literally just chopping funny. a tree i'm chopping a tree i get 28 fucking u logs i put in my bank i run back and do the same thing mm for nine hours it's hilarious that sounds depressing to me i got banned from runescape <laughs> yeah for botting right chopping for trees botting. Yeah. yeah yeah way brother. back in the day haven't we played all, since yeah we all been there brother i i think mm -hmm. that actually you know what i'm not even gonna say that other people would enjoy this game i i think this game is too it's like almost too niche like i, I don't i don't see any of you guys if you don't enjoy it I don't see a world where you ever would. I don't think I can convince anybody to. Some games I feel like I could explain the the fun into it, but RuneScape I, I certainly cannot. It's just I think it's, it's just like comfort. It's just comfort food. Yeah, yeah, it it is. It is. But like there's other comfort food too. Like it's just ah, I just fucking love RuneScape, dude. Just chopping a tree. It's hilarious. <laughs> I'm chopping a tree right now. Sick bastard. Yeah. Uh right. hot Mickey, what do you yeah, got? Yeah, Mickey, what do you got? I am going to combine all of the games I've played of this genre into one. And that is okay. the platform fighter all right, genre. Because mm. I played quite a few of them this year. Obviously, there's my main game of PM. Played a little uh, Project M, which is a mod of Brawl to be more like Melee. Played a little Melee. Uh, played Multiverses for quite a bit. I had that little stint. Uh, oh, that go? Wait, are you still, still playing that? Still a thing? Yeah, I, I, I kind of forgot I, I about haven't that. played that in several months i've been more on the uh, league grind recently but i've been meaning the, to go back to it 
How's the competitive scene on that one? Uh, LAN is a How's disaster a because they can't get the controllers to work right. <laughs> oh, are you serious? Yeah, How's it's that been even... very difficult. Oh, uh, that's May, terrible. May, primarily up? when keyboard players try to play. Oh. Keyboard players are the biggest issue with Dude, the game keep, right now. Get them out of here. Playing exactly. key, keyboard players? Yeah, what yeah, are you doing? Fucking, get the keyboard yeah. players out of here. <laughs> but, uh, so uh, Multiverse Mickey. was pretty fun. I'd probably give multiverses probably like a seven right now like it's pretty solid there's a lot of room for it to grow it's still in open beta uh i know there's like uh lots of different uh formats uh modes to be released for the game still like there are guilds that still need to put put in there's like boss rushes like you go you get a fight against like joker or oh, penguin wow. or like other uh, uh villains in all of warner bros series uh i know that's going to be a thing but that's something they're still working on so still in the kind production feels like they should open with that yeah it seems like a good uh, yeah well they, well they mainly want to like get because like servers have been like a mess they've been trying to get that right and i think they finally did i haven't played it in months so i don't know but from what i see on twitter it's been fixed mickey how did part. you do like ranked wise during your time playing multiverses uh during the closed betas i was always like a i was like a top 10 top 20 player during that time and then i won i think two events with luck a friend of mine from uh from texas who i met in the pm community uh and then like with like i would do pretty well in the few tournaments i did enter but i tried not entering online tournaments because online sucked just sucked <laughs> it, yeah it just Fighting Wi-Fi connections was annoying. I don't want to do that. And it would make me too angry doing that in a competitive setting. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I was pretty, I was definitely pretty decent at the game. Okay. Okay. Right. Hey, Mickey, then, how, how'd, you, how'd you do with PM this year? Uh, I, I'm about to host a tournament this weekend, December 3rd, which is going to happen by the time this episode airs. Uh, but I'm, I think, uh, Actually, no, not think. I am dropping out because, like, I'm uh, one. I'm running the tournament. Two, I've pretty much lost my love for Smash once my controller broke because, like, mm. I've, I've just had like terrible. I've had terrible controller luck because game controllers are a nightmare to get right. Uh, and I don't want to spend like three hundred plus dollars on a fob, which is pretty much just like make your own controller kind of thing, but it's way more specific than that and uses. I'm not gonna get into the details of it, but <laughs> uh, it, it's just such a big hassle getting a good controller, and I could never move my character the way I want to, and it's just it's been super frustrating, and it just killed my motivation to kill Smash all together, uh, play Smash all together. Dang! You no, know, so, I saw a video online of someone playing Apex with a GameCube controller. Yeah, it's really oh, easy shit. to play, uh, wow. like any kind of Steam game or. And they had like incredible tracking with it. Yeah. Wait, so Mickey, um, like overall, how was your ranking? Like, oh yeah, but I'm probably gonna be like, a I'm, uh, I'm probably gonna be like a top thirty across the country in PM again this year, even nice. when I, uh, I went Pikachu for like four months only. <laughs> and I'm still gonna be <laughs> top thirty, which Pikachu, Pikachu is my main. I made Meta Knight. Yeah, my Pikachu is yeah. hot. Damn right. Yeah. <laughs> damn okay i'm feeling yourself okay a little bit, and then uh a few others i played uh i think two yeah two others i played was nick all-stars the nickelodeon version of a uh, platform fighter oh my uh, god i forgot i completely forgot about that game yeah people like meme about it being a dead game and how multiverses did everything that right that nick all-star brawls didn't which i had i had fun with it when i played when i played it but it it was just a very button mashy game and it didn't really like take a lot of thought, but after I stopped playing, they like patched it a shit ton, and players love the game. So I'm sure that like it's a great game now, and I don't like all the hate it still gets for the bad launch it had. When it it definitely looks like a a significantly better game. It actually has voice acting now. It didn't have voice acting when it first released. Mm, uh, I remember that. But, but uh, the game definitely looks great. I just, I'm probably not going to invest more time into it, but I'm not going to like hate people for liking the game because it does look like fun still. And the last one is Rivals of Aether, which is, that one's an old one. I think it's about like eight to 10 years old, uh, somewhere around I there. I like Rivals. And, 
Rivals is a lot of fun. I do have some issues with uh, some of like the balance decisions, but like casually, it's a fun game, and like it it looks unique too because it's a pixel game. Uh, So it's not like a lot of like other games you see. Like uh, they're trying to make it look as pretty as possible. Like this one has its own charm to it being pixel, which you either like it or you don't. Some people hate the art style. Some people love it because it's it's charming in their own, it's charming in its own way. Uh, so I personally like yeah. it. It it does fulfill that niche for me. Uh, but like once I get super competitive with it, that's when I start hating the game. <laughs> yeah, for for me, I feel like Rivals was the only like platform fighter I picked up that felt as intuitive as like playing Smash. Like I picked up Rivals and I felt like I instantly knew how to move, how it felt to move. Oh yeah, like, the movement in Rivals. Feels the movement's amazing. great. Yeah, it feels and like the, so good. It feels so good to move in Rivals, and like I don't know, it was, it was really cool. I don't know who they've added since, but just sort of the base characters that they started the game with were really fun and like had really unique move sets. They all felt very different, and it felt like there was like a, a good enough amount of auto combos that I was able to like adapt to the game pretty quickly, uh, which was really fun for me. And I'm sure the game has just evolved, and the meta's uh, pretty solid now, but. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a Rivals fan for sure. Yeah, I'll probably so just give like a quick rating for all Rivals. I'll probably give like a seven. Uh, Multiverse is like a seven. Nick All Star is probably a six. Uh, and PM get, give that 10 out of 10. Fucking amazing game, even casually and competitively. Fucking great. Uh, Melee, oh, yeah. nine. Uh, I think that's it. All man, just a trash on that too <laughs> i'm surprised you you put melee as high as you did to be honest melee is a fucking great game it just moves like ass if you're a casual or That's if you're like a fair. semi-casual like you understand like the movement of the games like wave dashing l canceling all that stuff once you like you've opened your eyes to the competitive version of melee and you, then you try to move it feels like ass but if you if you're ignorant like i i think there's still a lot of like fun uh casual stuff like the event modes uh break the targets uh because like every character has their own unique break targets in that game and trying Mm -hmm. to do those quickly is really fun yep hard agree there um matt you got another game i have several (laughs) all right hit us with one um well i think i'm gonna just punch them all out here really quickly go for it we're kind of running lower or later on time here but um, well, this one came out this year, and I'm really—I have it downloaded. I'm going to play it soon. So just want to mention it. I'm really excited to play Pentiment. I think that game looks sick. Uh, it's like a medieval 2D scroller, not 2D, or medieval like RPG action event, not action adventure scroller, uh, made by the people from that wrote Fallout New Vegas. Then I played a lot of Call of Duty Black Ops 2 this year. Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War 2. Given that a nine, that's like one of my main online gaming games this past year. I played a lot with some of my friends um, from college. Uh, I played the newest Modern Warfare 2. I've been playing that a little bit, not as much as I... Actually, I don't even want to play it that much. It's okay. Given that a six. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, Apex Legends. Uh, I've been loving playing Banger. Apex with some of the boys. been playing that with uh, our good friends, Ricky and Edgar, a lot. Um, super, super fun. Probably my favorite Battle Royale. Uh, Rocket League. Um, given that at eight, finally dipped my toes into that this year, was convinced I'd be a pro. I'm fucking dog shit at it. Uh, and then golf with friends, like I said, I'm giving that a 10. Yeah. All right. And I tried cool to the lamb out. Um, didn't like it. Oh Five. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You did not like that one. Uh, which I was also surprised at, uh, weirdly enough. I'm also but. surprised about that too. I, I think, um, I, I think Hades killed any other roguelite for me. Man, nothing. Yeah, nothing you, compares you, to Hades. You, you started with the best one. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah, you really did. You really did. Um, all right, so for me, I'll just kind of jump through my list then too. Um, so I got No Man's Sky. Uh, played this game actually quite a bit. A little bit after Elden Ring. Um, this was this was kind of an interesting game for me because I actually really enjoyed this game. So <clears throat> around the time I got this game, I, I had gotten COVID. So I this was sort of like I was like, okay, No Man's Sky is my COVID game. I'll just like bunker down, play this game. I played it. I got really, really into it. And I put like several hours into it. And then like, as soon as I got through like some of the beginner tutorial area stuff, uh, I unlocked like skill trees. Um, you go to like the space station and then 
you start like being able to unlock more things that you can build and buy. And I was like, oh, cool. Okay. So I have to buy this. And I, in order to do that, I have to build that. And then I get currency to build that. And I was kind of planning out my routes, went back, mined, got some more materials. And I was ready to like kind of build my base up and do all this stuff. And then I go to the space station. Some guy just gives me like millions of credits and units, just trades me and just gives me all this shit for free. And he's just like, hey, I just take this, whatever. And I was like, okay, cool. And so I go to the space station. All of a sudden, I can immediately unlock every single thing in the game, every tree. I could build every item. And I was like, oh my God, this man just shattered my illusion of, of what progress was in this game. You could just buy everything. In front, you could just buy your entire progression through the game. It was like, it was the weirdest moment where I went from like really loving the game and like getting into this mindset of like, oh, here's my progression. Like, here's me about to progress. And all of a sudden, like, I just bought it all. I was like, wow, this game is dead inside. So yeah, five That's out of ten. Of a bummer. It was a huge bummer. It was a huge bummer. I mean, like, you're, I, like, I really dislike when games like just let you buy your way to through the progression tree. It's like, what's the point of the progression? What's the point of the game? You're not, there's no game to play then. So yeah, I mean, five out of 10 for that. Um, Like I feel like, I felt like the illusion of the game really just immediately died. Um, And it sucks because I felt like the game had a really, really strong, like beginning six, eight hours. I thought it was really cool. All right, next uh, I got Fallout 3. Uh, This is the first game that I've officially played on Steam Deck. Uh, I got really into it. I think I talked about it on the pod. Uh, still an incredibly fun game to play. Uh, if anyone could just jump into some Fallout 3 and play it, you will get super into it. You'll get sucked in. It's so much fun. Um, it's still hilarious. It is still like writing this really great tone where there's like a lot of irony. There's a lot of like just, uh, I guess, violent humor. Like, like what do you <laughs> call that, Matt? Dark humor? Just in general, like, yeah. uh, and I think that games are generally like not in the dark. Well, I guess uh, games is pretty common, but I don't know. I just feel like there hasn't been enough dark humor that I've been consuming. And I feel like Fallout 3 really has scratched a lot of itches there. Uh, been doing the evil route. So that's been a lot of fun. I'm giving Fallout 3 the 9 out of 10. It's been awesome. Um, and the last thing I will talk about here is uh, Demon Souls. So I started mm-hmm. the remaster of Demon Souls and I was playing through that quite a bit. It's an absolute banger of a game. I did not beat it. Um, you know, obviously I would I would love to given more time, probably go back to it one day. But it's just I played it, I picked it up, and I just could not put it down. Um I I think it's really cool to play something like Elden Ring and then go back to a Demon Souls, which has um just a lot more of a condensed map. Uh yeah. I mean it's just level by level. So it's just kind of going through. Getting to the I don't next think I can survive one of those games personally. <laughs> it is, it is for sure pain, masochism, all that fun stuff. But I mean, I didn't think I could survive Elden Ring, so I think Demon Souls was just like given enough time and like trying hard enough, you can. But there was like the first major boss, um, like beat it in front of Katie. It was hilarious. Like I was just so dialed <laughs> in and just like it was literally my first run at this boss, and it was just this massive night. And I beat him and I was just like so proud. And it was, it was like, fuck yeah, here we go. Like they got me again. Like it was just, it was a great little victory lap after playing some Elden Ring. Played some Wrath of the Lich King and uh, I played some Destiny 2 for a little bit. Uh, got a little grindy really fast. That was kind of my take there. Uh, both WoW and Destiny got grindy very fast. <laughs> so those are my uh, my <laughs> critiques there. I'm going to throw those, lump, lump those in together. But yeah, those are my uh, 20. Nice. Those are the games I played this year. Love it. Mickey, do you have anything else you got to add? Uh, I'll just quickly run down the rest of my list. Like I've talked about a few times on previous episodes, but I've been playing a lot of Master Duel. Uh, oh, right. I pretty much played that daily to get all the dailies in. Uh but that that released at the beginning of this year, so it is a 2022 game, uh, and it got me back into competitive Yu-Gi-Oh. Well, actually, I was never into competitive Yu-Gi-Oh because I was I was just like one of the classic oh play the game through uh, the from Yu-Gi-Oh through GX, and then once Synchros came out, I stopped playing. Like, how many times have you heard that with Yu-Gi-Oh players? 
Matthew. Uh, but got me back. <laughs> got, I got Pretty back into it. Learned all the you, yeah. learned all the summoning mechanics. Well, I actually knew about them because I I've seen every single Yu-Gi-Oh spinoff anime, and I actually quite enjoy them. It, why? It my why do you like them? Yeah, yeah. I was gonna ask. Can we go? Can we? Can we, can we hold on that? It, it, <laughs> for a second it, it, it's, it's just a guilty pleasure of mine do you think they're good do you think that they're good or do you think that they're like corny I, I i i think if you look past like everything gets settled with a card game they have interesting stories okay okay what's the current if you can look past you gotta look past so that. what's like the what are we on right now Yu-Gi-Oh. uh we're we're on Yu-Gi-Oh go rush which is the eighth uh series okay what's going in on which this one is actually uh what's going are on we in space like yet bad guy we, we actually are yes. in space. Oh, okay. I said <laughs> so, that as a joke, but I was really hoping that that would be the case. Actually, in space, but it's not the classic Yu-Gi-Oh card game. It's a new, it's a new format of Yu-Gi-Oh called Rush Duels. It, it simplifies Yu-Gi-Oh. Takes takes out everything from synchros to links, not monsters, all the different summoning mechanics. It's all gone. You can only fusion summon essentially. That's and it was and fusion summons weren't even in there originally. And you can normal summon as many times. You can use your whole hand. Every single turn, you can summon as many times as you want, and you draw to five cards every single turn. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So is this the it's way that Yu-Gi-Oh will get played, like in the next iteration of the I card don't, game? No, no, no. I think no. Uh, it may release a new. Right now, the, the Rush Duels are only released in Japan right now. Don't know if it'll ever hit the U, uh, U.S. or the Western scene, but uh, there there are video games. There was one Switch game which I do own. Had a lot of fun with it uh that's also in my list i forgot to put that down and then uh there's a new one coming with for the new series that's gonna be coming out gotcha cool do you guys remember uh dungeon dice monsters whatever happened to that one that was just like an uh super super complicated uh (laughs) i remember the the episode like yugi like plays the guy that invented dungeon dice monsters and then beats him at his own game duke devlin he beats him at the game that the guy invented to beat yugi yep it's just like damn uh-huh. that guy sucks that guy's just like really trash this, uh. <laughs> and then I, I remember seeing the product in stores like a little bit and it was just like wow man even as a kid i was like eight and i was like they're just really trying to sell this huh <laughs> <laughs> oh but what i was saying about the uh the current season what's happening is like they 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 found the big boss and every time someone loses a duel they get just frozen solid it's like they're dying uh, so they, it's actually they, instead of dying it's a little scary okay okay so they they get han soloed they don't get like they don't yes, die. they get han okay. solo hopefully there'll be a, a mature Yu-Gi-Oh like series in the future where like they just get That's shot brains. in the head oh yeah that happened already well, okay not 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 that bit big but uh in Vrains, uh, it starts off with six children get kidnapped and they're forced to duel. And every time they lose, they get electrocuted. Oh, that is. And they go ugh. through a bunch of experience. It's very like, and then they were rescued like, like a year or two later. And like w- the main character was one of those kids. And he's just like permanently scarred, like faces depression, like has problems, like showing any kind of emotion. Another character shows like, has like a super popular online persona, but back home she's super depressed super lonely actually this and like it hits actually kind of actually kind of sounds like, like a pretty really cool hard. cool like series <laughs> honestly what's that one called brains uh you brains we have card games to make it all better though uh, okay yeah thank god yeah wait brains uh, also had the most competitive Yu-Gi-Oh decks oh, okay okay gotcha well hang on so uh, just to stay on Yu-Gi-Oh real quick it's my last question yes uh <laughs> is like the ancient egyptian stuff is that still a through line like are we still like is the Yu-Gi-Oh- no ancient egyptian only happens in the original Yu-Gi-Oh, and i think a little gx i don't remember okay so but they're not they're all like they, none of them take up take place in the same universe oh okay besides okay. uh Yu-Gi-Oh and gx you get you go oh no, and 5d's 5d's does, yeah. does but it's only like call outs to the old shows so none of the other ones take place really correct huh. but Arc V is a little different uh, because like it has like four different dimensions and it brings back side characters from all the previous shows. None of the main characters and none of the rivals show up in Arc V, but you'll see like uh, Joey. Oh, and nobody from nobody from the ori- original Yu-Gi-Oh, but you have uh, Alexis from GX, Aster Phoenix from GX show up. Uh, who else? Oh, other characters. You're not going to Crow from 5D shows up. Mm. Uh, Jack Atlas shows up from 5Ds. I'm a, I'm a fan of uh, Joey Wheeler, you know? 
<laughs> hey, Joey Weir. No, Joey it's Weir, me, Joey. <laughs> Yugi, what's wrong with my deck? <laughs> Joey, you're just all monsters. <laughs> and he's like, what are you talking about? Monsters are the best thing in this game. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Proceeds to have oh, be a one-trick pony for like... A whole season and just do like two things. Right. Time wizard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, time time so, wizard in the fucking I just get dragon. so lucky all season one. <laughs> no, didn't he also Joey has so much plot armor in season? Wasn't one? there a super lit episode where uh during like the tournament uh like Battle City tournament arc where he fights a Jinzo and actually like clutches it out in a really cool way? Or was that Yugi? Yeah. Right? Yeah. What does he do? Is no, it no, time he, wizard? He beats a Jinzo and then jo- and Joey no, gets Jinzo. Uh, I think he clutched that out with um the die trap and magic cards, right, Mickey? Oh, skull, skull dice? dice. There's a skull no, 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 dice. No, 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 no. It would have happened in graceful dice because Jensen would have been out. Traps don't oh, work. graceful dice. That's what it was. So graceful yeah, dice yeah. would have been the thing that oh, helped dang, him clutch it. Dang, Jinzo, what a banger! What a banger of a card. Yeah, and then uh, Joey keeps Jinzo after beating Espa Rosebud. Yeah, uh, Espa, who was who was not psychic. He was just an asshole with some siblings. Yeah, with, with many. Uh, Twin siblings, <laughs> even though they're all different ages, but they all look the same. They're just clones. Man, I love this they're Yu-Gi-Oh tangent that we that we got on here. This is a lot of fun. All right. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. Um, think... Okay. Just uh, just really quickly go to the games. Pokemon Violet, <laughs> oh. actually fantastic game. Yeah. Runs so. Okay. Shitty. Yeah. Can you give? Oh yeah. So God. give us your star rating real quick on that one, please, because people. Rating. Okay. It if it wasn't if it wasn't a shit show of performance, uh, it would probably be a nine out of ten, but I drop it down to a seven. Just because from wow. performance alone, maybe even the six and a half. Man, the performance is that bad. Yeah, but it's actually so. Fun. There's this. There's this thing that happens when it comes to a game like like um like that, where it happened with Cyberpunk too, where you have like a camp of people that shit on the game having not played it, and then you have people that love the game having played it that are like, oh, you know, why am I getting shit on? Or like, this game's great. People got to look past the but. Imagine, imagine being like offended by bugs in the game like people that are kind of in that camp a little bit and then there's people that mm-hmm. are just like this game is unenjoyable i am playing it i don't you're like in the good middle ground nikki uh but then i'm seeing like i know what its flaws are no i but there's people that like i'm seeing on like the pokemon subreddit that oh, are no, like yeah i hate i hate, di- I hate diehard like, fans like i hate like it. oh yeah i'm having fun with the game therefore it's good idiots yeah Yeah. (laughs) it's just like no dude like lucas i show i showed you some of the animations when i was over at your house i was blown away it was so bad yeah it was pretty pretty okay (laughs) all right but a couple other games pico park fun group game we need to play that game as brocal i don't know that game that is a great game i don't think we've played pico park yeah we have i don't think we have Mm. i've never played it okay but uh it's just like a side scroller puzzle game that you can play with like up to like eight to ten people. It's great. Uh, Omega Strikers, a three v three battle arena uh, where you're playing like a soccer. It's, that game was a lot of fun. I'll probably give that like a seven. Uh, Rocket League, Matt showed it. Uh, talked about that a little bit. I pretty much feel the same way. Uh, Left for Dead. I'm really not big into FPSs, but it was fine playing with the boys. But that was another broke hell game. Uh, tabletop simulator for all board game oh, enthusiasts. Yeah, yeah. Highly recommend. I, I don't know if I count that on I, my list, but yeah, obviously I love love tabletop simulator. Uh, yeah. If you like board games in any way, shape, or form, highly recommend. Mm-hmm. Probably give that like eight or nine. And then played up, which is like overcooked. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very similar to overcooked. Just like trying to cook for like cook food for a restaurant, and people have to wait tables. Uh cook each component of the dish put it all together all that good stuff it's really fun love it all right well we will wrap it up there i think um all right everyone as always you know where to find us online i plug that on the beginning won't waste your time and do it again oh voting Uh, is done for our our next game for december even though we're releasing god of war in december as well did you almost Um, say june just now I was going to say January. Oh, like, um, <laughs> our, 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 normally, everyone, as you all know, we do one game a month. Our schedule just from December until our December and January schedules might be just a little funky because holidays just make things harder. And Lucas is traveling a bit. I'm going to Korea for two weeks. That'll be fun for him. Um, so schedules fun, fun, fun. might be just a little bit off. We'll do our best to get ahead on recordings. Um, 
We could probably make Stardew Valley work for January. We'll figure it out, but if schedule's a bit off, that's why. But either way, yeah. uh, we should be coming out with God of War, I believe, next week. Um, if everything goes as planned, which I think it will. Um, so look forward to that. And uh, I think that's all we got. Um, yeah. The you know the thing just about the schedule real quick is you know I we I, I think the I speak I think I speak for our whole entire audience that hey as long as we're putting out an episode every Thursday it's like fine that we're a little week behind on God of War. Yeah. If the God of War episode yeah. is going to yeah. be you know as beefy, which which it is going to be as beefy. Um, as we anticipate. So, yeah, you know, sorry, guys, that we're not releasing, technically not releasing a November game episode. But um, I know you all love us. I know we'll pull through. Um, and Stardew Valley, it's like the game technically does not have an ending. So we're just going to play as many hours as we possibly can of that game, have some fun, dissect it, like let it enter us, so to speak, and then play the and then do the do the recording. Yeah, love it. All right, everyone, this has been... Thanks for playing. Catch you next time. Skibbity bop. Thanks for playing is a production of Good Ideas Only. Your hosts are Lucas Luna and Matt Rockaby. Our music was done by the impeccable Samuel Luna. And our logo design was done by the talented Isaac Palestino. Special thanks to the Real Call Bunch and Red Circle.